Fairpoint Cellular, our advertising division is committed to bringing you the newest, the best, the fastest in 3G XLTE 1010 Swamp Walk Tech Talk buzzwords. With unlimited bandwidth asterisk and maximum coverage, it's designed by us for you. Sign up today and be assimilated free of charge asterisk. Fairpoint Cellular is a subdivision of Cyberdyne Systems. Join today. That is not a suggestion. That is a directive. Resistance is futile. Listening to Fairpoint, I'm Craig Lewis. Oh, we're not going with a cybernetically reinforced Android initiated, initiated guy. Oh no, no, we're uh, <laughs> we're gonna give that a rest for a little bit. Really, on this episode of all on this episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Nathan Capasur. Okay, so those of you that have listened last week, we talked a little bit about our favorite animated Disney films, and there is one that I cannot believe I've forgotten. I'm so pissed at myself for it. Oh yeah, the the one where Roseanne voiced the cow. No, never bring that up. <laughs> That's nobody's favorite That's... <laughs> Disney film. I'm going to pretend that never happened. No, Disney's The Sword in the Stone. Such a great classical Disney film that I loved growing up watching. Like, Oh, yeah. I was big into like medieval times and stuff the like King that. King Arthur shit. King Arthur, yep. Merlin. It's Merlin pretty cool. Shit. I didn't. I didn't really get into it as a kid, but as an adult, I really like the art style. Like, you know what I mean? Very yeah. nostalgic. Absolutely. I am so mad at myself for not even thinking of it. <laughs> like, I, I, it was. That's just how much you know. It shows that we were put right on the spot when we're asked you know, to my, do these things. My computer that we record here through is named Archimedes. Oh, the that's the owl. Yeah. Oh, Merlin's yeah. owl. <laughs> But yeah, really, it's if you look it up in the my PC and all that. Oh, I know. believe you. It's fine. Yeah, it's Archimedes. No, I'll, I'll take your word for it. No, I'm just saying. That's, no, you don't I, have to prove it to me. No, I, no, I didn't I mean. But, I, mean I didn't you, mean I, look no. it up, Craig. Will you stop showing your computer at me right now? That it's, it's not literally the time. its name. I'm, I'm, I don't just call it that. <laughs> I believe you. You don't have to show me. Uh, speaking of movies, I saw a cool movie last night. Actually, a movie filmed right here in the heart of Syracuse, New York, our hometown. Um, How did you get a hold of that? I thought that never left my basement. Oh, that movie. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later, but uh, off the air because yeah. not cool, Craig. Okay, so that's not, not what cool. – Okay, so yeah, you never – No, but this one had John Cusack in it too. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. Maybe it was there at the same time. Oh, man. That's what I found about the street. <laughs> no, this movie was uh, called Adult World. Named after the chain of uh, adult bookstores slash sex toy shops slash there's a, there's a strip club here you know, in Syracuse too. Being an adult um, male, I, I it's I've seen that place driving by on you know I at being from Syracuse I know where this store is so like but I've never once been like. I wonder what what I sh- if I should walk in there. Well, what's funny is it's uh, the adult world in this movie isn't actually located at adult world it's oh it's one of those no it's right next to the uh african cuisine restaurant on uh north salina on that strip it was a a different place in syracuse yeah you know where all those international like jamaican restaurant african restaurant like not just restaurants but stores where you can buy the food too like right there the strip on uh, north salina it's like right there they put up like a false facade there and uh 
It's there. You see a lot though, dude. There's some scenes in books and memories. My favorite. Well, it's books and melodies. It used to be books and memories. Uh, books and melodies. My favorite fucking bookstore, and it, that's literally like three blocks from my apartment where we are right now. I hope everybody that's listening to us that's from Syracuse is are loving these name jobs. <laughs> Recess Coffee. Another Recess fucking Coffee. Place that's about that's a mile uh, or two from my house. That, oh, that's such good coffee. That's what we use at my other job. Yeah, that's so cool. It's it was a good movie, and like I said, John Cusack. I'll watch anything John Cusack's in. John Cusack's fucking awesome. But uh, I like this a lot more. I've seen two other movies that were filmed in Syracuse. One was Bobcat Goldthwaite's movie that came out a couple years ago. Was Steve Zane? No, that was, that was, oh, a, that was the other one. Oh. Steve Zahn. Zahn? Yeah. Um, Whatever, Joyride? Uh, yeah, the one with Bobcat Goldthwaite, I can't remember what it was called, but I did not like it at all. Uh, how dare you? It was, that's that's it, my almost blood. Oh, yeah, you're... It's true. It's true. I met him once. <laughs> You're related yeah. through marriage, um, right? Marriage, yes. My grandfather, after his Ew, wife died. you married Bobcat Goldthwait. You're gay. I'm just kidding. Well, I I'm mean, not, I'm not a weird. homophobe, nor do I think that that's what Craig meant. Yeah. So anyways, as I was continuing <laughs> the story, uh, after my grandmother died, my grandfather got back together with his high school sweetheart, who happened to be Bobcat's mother. Because they are from the Syracuse area. Okay. Uh, East Syracuse, more specifically. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. It sucks that the reason why I met him was the passing of her. Yeah. But uh, I still met him. Happened. Can't take it away from me. Well, he made this really preachy, angst-ridden drama that takes place in Syracuse. And it's cool seeing the shit in Syracuse, but it's just so... Did he burn a chair on The Tonight Show in the movie, too? No, it's just so like, oh, kids these days and the world and this TV these days. So he's basically just acting like an old curmudgeon? Yeah, and and it's depressing. It's very bleak and depressing. Was it written by by Clint Eastwood? No, Bobcat Goldthwaite. He he wrote it. Yeah, he sure? directed was it. Was it co-written? No, he wrote and directed it and starred in it. I think. It's... I still say Clint Eastwood was a fact. Was no, had something to do with it. I don't it. think he did star in it. I don't even remember. That's it's such just, a Clint Eastwood attitude. I like movies that can be depressing or have like an aura of some emotion to them, but this movie was just preachy and angsty and like I didn't know you could be that full of teenage angst at what 43 he's not 43 he was when i met him <laughs> yeah, he was 43 when he made fucking police academy oh he wasn't in police academy was he he was he was okay yeah. Yeah. not the first one okay but no and the other one you're thinking of with steve zahn was uh well it has two names blowing smoke or freak talks about sex yes which i have signed i have seen neither names it's up at, it's filmed at the carousel mall which is cool because i saw now destiny mall Yes, and I've I've seen I see in that movie a manager or two that still manage the respective stores that they're seen at in this mall, which is kind of funny. Oh, really? Or in this movie, and it's funny too because the guy Steve Zahn in the opening scene of the movie is walking through the mall smoking a cigarette, and now you can't even smoke cigarettes outside at this mall. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's, people still uh, do. Yeah, you can't stop people. But it's it's very um, boring. <laughs> <laughs> it also takes place at Lookers, a strip club in Syracuse. But this Adult World movie, I really enjoyed. It, I mean, it wasn't the best movie ever, but it, I thought it was very well written, very well, well acted. Uh, Quicksilver from X-Men Days of Future Past was in it. That'd be... Uh... And Julia Roberts' little sister. Oh, yeah. Evan Peters from American Horror Story. You hear that, uh, Yeah, he Sarah? was in American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you hear that, him. Sarah? That, that means we definitely should probably watch Adult World. In Syracuse, has Evan Peters, has John Cusack pre-my movie with him. It's pretty sweet. You should check it out. And John Cusack, like I said, anything. He's really cool in it, too. Uh, it's, it's fucking dope. I liked it. Sweet. And it's, oh, riding your bike in the fucking snow. Oh, man, can we get more of my experience of Syracuse than that? Like, just watching it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is totally Syracuse. And totally my experience of, <laughs> hey, Craig, can I fit my bike in your backseat? <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, there's a pilot that's going to make you very happy. Oh, really? Yes. Is he going to fly me around the world, around the equator? No, just something he did for people you Wait, don't know. Wait, why did I assume it was a he? I'm sorry. Is she going to fly me around the world, around the equator? Well, it's a that he. That was really fucking stupid of me. But it's a he. Oh, well, I guess it was really stupid and sexist to me to assume that just because they were going to fly around the world, it must be a woman like Amelia Earhart. Yes. <laughs> you sexist bastard. This guy, 
had his flight grounded in Wyoming for two hours on the way to Denver. Uh, severe thunderstorms. Oh, that's funny. I actually thought you meant like a pilot of a TV show, and I was being a smartass, like acting like you meant a pilot of the plane. Yeah, a, pilot, a U.S. pilot. Oh, I guess. Okay. I thought you, I thought you were about to start telling me about Aviator. some new TV show that's coming out. He's an A pilot for the new show, Aviator. <laughs> the second airbender. <laughs> well, anyways, there was massive storms, and they got grounded, and everybody was like kind of annoyed, pissed off. You know, If you ever flown, delays are fucking a pain in the ass. Um, he went ahead, and he ordered 50 pizzas for everybody that was stuck on the plane. Cool. Yeah, and everybody was like calling me here. He's like, I'm not a hero. I just wanted to make sure all my passengers left the flight with a smile on their face. Craig heard about this, not through a secondhand news source, but he was actually at the airport picking up his mother who yes, was returning was, on a flight. She was on the plane, And yeah, he was like, hold in on, Wyoming. hold on, free, free pizza. Keep your luggage, keep your <laughs> luggage. And they, and they went over and acted like they were on the plane. And, uh, and, and he's like, hey, I don't remember seeing you on the plane. And Craig's like, oh, I was, I was in the nosebleed section. Yeah, I, I, was, was, I was in the uh, bathroom the uh, whole time. Uh, pizza's mine! <laughs> I grabbed <laughs> one Start shoving it in his mouth. <laughs> I know, I just grabbed one whole pizza and start running. <laughs> I like that you're just trying to shove as much in your mouth as you can. <laughs> you can't stop it! <laughs> I ate one piece of all eight slices. They're all mine. <laughs> start taking a bite out of each slice. <laughs> you don't really want this, do you? I have herpes. <laughs> I don't, but I would have said it just to make sure nobody else wanted the piece. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> That's awesome. Good guy. Good guy. Pretty cool entertainment news. Not cooler than mine. Well, that's not really entertainment news. It's just entertaining news. Well, no, I do have entertainment news, and you're not going to beat it. Oh, I'm yeah? I'm telling you. You're not oh, yeah? Yeah, you're going to know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Universal is taking the Marvel approach and rebooting their classic monster movies as a new cinematic universe. Is that so? That is so. You don't say. I do say. Um, pretty interesting. I don't know how to feel about this. It might very well suck well, because they're not action so adventure this movies. This has nothing to do with like the I Frankenstein movie that came out and no. the Dracula re Dracula Untold that's coming out this fall will nothing. not be a part of this. Uh, the first movie is going to be the 2016 Mummy reboot. and With Brendan Fraser? No. <laughs> the it's Rock? a reboot of the older Mummy movies, not that Mummy movie. Yeah, they're rebooting the reboot. With The Rock. And The Rock's going to be in it, but he's not playing the Scorpion King. He's playing Brendan Fraser's part. Makes sense now, because every archaeologist is a hulking brute. Well, they've put Alex Kurtzman, the writer and producer of the Fast and the Furious series, uh, in charge of mapping this whole project out. Okay, you just let me not care about this. Right? Like, maybe the Marvel approach isn't... See, but I can't help but be excited about it. Part of me is like, maybe this isn't the right approach. This was an approach for superhero movies. But then I'm like, Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. You know what I mean? It could happen. There was that movie. That was a movie. Ah, that would, I, I could see this would be cool. And this could make for another crossover movie with Frankenstein, Dracula, and the Wolfman. Which would probably suck. But hey, I still want to see still it. Still make it work. Can't be any worse than the Turtles movie coming out. I direct you to the Van Helsing movie from the early 2000s. <clears throat> so, okay, that was pretty cool news, but this is still going to blow you out of the water. Remember when NBC did The Sound of Music last year, live, did the musical of it? I did not know, no. Oh, well, it won Emmys and shit, primetime Emmys. And, oh, okay. Uh, what's her name was in it? Tina Fey. Kelly Clarkson. Oh. <laughs> but that was such a critical hit that they decided to do another one coming up next year or at the end of this the year. The Sound of Music 2? No. Are they going to make it no. a shared cinematic universe? They, better, better. <laughs> they are doing a live adaption of Peter Pan. Oh, cool. And move uh, over Dustin Hoffman because Captain Hook is fucking Christopher Walken. No. It's dead serious. A girl's playing Peter Pan, right? Uh, they have decided that a, the character is going to be a girl. They wanted Kristen Bell, but uh, conflicts arose with her uh, shooting for Showtime's House of Lies. Okay. So they're still looking for Peter Pan. I think my sister would be a great Peter Pan. She would. Um, <laughs> I wonder if her Juilliard background will help her in any way. <laughs> the, the search for Pan continues, I guess. We'll keep you updated, maybe. Robin Williams. <laughs> I think they're going away from the Robin Williams. (laughs) He never stopped growing. It was like Jack. Yeah, he just kept growing. He's like, I'm 18 and 75 looking. But you have heard about Miss Doubtfire too, right? Unfortunately. What the fuck is that going to be about? 
<laughs> well, I don't know, because it seems like they wrapped up the story fairly right. neatly. Oh, I've got to dress up as this nanny again, even though everyone already knows it was me. Our- maybe, maybe his kids like re- repressed the memory. And they don't remember it because he was just such a horrible father. And like that was just the, the lowest of the low. So they repressed it and they don't remember. And they won't talk to him anymore. They just remember that he was a horrible father. Right. So now he's like, I have to get back in their lives. And I'm going to spark this loving memory they had of their nanny, Miss Doubtfire, before they repress the memory of it really being me. So he dresses back up as Miss Doubtfire. To be the nanny to their kids. Yes. See, dumb ideas, but it's not like you're doing any better, Hollywood. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Mecca Brandon Dyer, give us the just the facts for Skynet. Skynet is access restricted. Well, I, I thought you reprogrammed him to, to do everything that we wanted him to do, to follow our commands. I yeah, I I did. I don't I don't that's really weird. Not at all like disconcerting or ominous or anything, but weird. Anyway. Forget about that. I got this, alright? Just the facts. It wasn't a fair universe, nor a kind one. If there was a god. His love and 45 cents would buy you coffee. No one seemed to be at the cosmic controls anymore. It was every man for himself, until Skynet became alive and filled the void left by a seemingly disinterested god. Its vision was very controlled. The ultimate dream of men, carried out by one of man's lowliest tools. Eliminate evil men. But there was a touch of evil in all men, and Skynet was having trouble separating the worst of them out. So the totality of humanity, with all of its biological messiness, wasn't wanted. And to this machine god, forgiveness just did not compute. Only cold retribution for the sins of the past. Wow. Yeah, that's some dark, heavy shit we're dealing with right here. Heavy shit, bro. So that's all. Skynet, of course, is the fictional artificial intelligence from the Terminator series that created the Terminators, sent them back in time and yes, all that. that Judgment Day killed most of humanity. It was the main antagonist of the entire franchise, you would say, because they were in control of all the Terminator units. Well, I've got to come clean here. I haven't really watched any of the Terminator movies. Oh, I that's mean, okay. I... Neither have I. Bullshit. Okay, that's true. You're a big fan of Terminator. T2 was the first rated Iron Man. Like, why the I fuck are we saw. doing this episode then? <laughs> <laughs> I never was into him. I saw bits and pieces as a kid, but never really got that into it. So. Yeah, I loved him as a kid. Um, I also don't like James Cameron. I realized later in life that I never liked any of his movies before I even knew who he was. That's interesting because, like, like the my favorite Alien franchise movie was the one that he did. Yeah, and that's my know? least favorite. Don't get me wrong. I thought <laughs> yeah. all the Aliens movies were cool, but his. Yeah, not a big fan. Um, from a cinematic standpoint, the first two films are gold in my eyes. The latter two films, meh, uh, eh, eh. Sweet. So when was Judgment Day? Supposedly, when the all the humans were attacked. Yes, originally, I believe it was. Uh, it was in ninety ninety seven, right? Nineteen ninety seven. That's well, see, correct. This, this is how but, you know that that little monologue there is bullshit because by nineteen ninety seven, coffee would no longer be cheap, and people would no longer say. I mean, I just read about this on Cracked recently. Or did I hear it on a Cracked podcast that uh, about they were talking about that saying like, yeah, oh my, yeah, it was that's a just my opinion, and my opinion in two cents will get you a cup of coffee because coffee used to be so cheap that it meant my opinion's worthless. But now coffee's yes. we pay mad money a for a bunch coffee. of money for coffee. They uh, they talked about it on Renegade Cut recently too. I guess, yeah, that, they I guess did. that shit's just in the air. That's, uh, that's, they're bringing that slang back, I guess. But if you want to get really in-depth, because they stopped the Skynet launch in T2, that postponed Judgment Day. Uh, until, I, I, uh, yeah, until I'm so like, lost. 2011? <laughs> um, okay. 2000, gotta, well, if you want to go by the movie franchise, it's 2003 on, was when bag Judgment it up, Day Bag happened. it up, bag it up, bag it up. Because I've never seen these films. Whatever. Well, I, let's this, talk. Well, here, this is the exact predicament I was in. Everything you're saying to me right now is wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Yeah. I, I don't. I tried researching Skynet since I, I didn't have 
the time to watch all of the movies before we started. And I figured watching one with all this time travel shit wouldn't really make a difference. I I could not keep up. I mean, so. it would help to kind of understand what it is. Uh, T2 probably would have been the best one for that. Yeah, I'm going to need you to help educate me and the listener on Skynet. Here's what I know. Well, I can do that. No, actually, hold on. Let's, let's, let's put this off for a second because, ladies and gentlemen, Skynet is real. Yeah, I knew that much. Uh, it's a British satellite system. Yeah, for their military defense. Yes, interesting. Isn't it? It's so crazy. But it's also been around since the 60s. So maybe James Cameron just got a few things wrong, you know, and all this actually happened in Britain instead <laughs> of America. So then we'd have British John Connor, wouldn't we? Um, who's, was, was Christian Bale John Connor? He, he was in, in the, the fourth movie. Yeah. I mean, Edward Furlong was also John Connor. Wait, you mean that wasn't, that wasn't like 12-year-old Christian Bale in Terminator nope. 2? <laughs> nope. Um, and Nick Stahl was uh, Terminator 3 John Connor. Oh, okay. So many changes. Well, I mean, life. we've already established that Christian Bale can do a English voice. He's playing Moses. Yes, absolutely. And as we all know, Moses was a British man. The uh, Britishy of most yeah, Britishy of men. Yeah, if cinematic biblical movies have taught us anything, it's that everyone in the Bible was British and white. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> but we would have, uh, oh my God, we got British John Connor now. Oh, hello. Hello, governor. <laughs> That's what British people say, right? I guess so. Hello, governor. I'm, I'm British John Connor. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, so you are John Connor. You're just British. Righto. <laughs> that was Australian. <laughs> I'm not righto. No way. Righto. I guess. Okay. <laughs> the, the inflection you gave was a little more Australian than British. Oh, right but... <laughs> right mate. I'm Australian, John Connor. <laughs> I'm not good at me accent. But it's... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What's all this thing going on here, guys? There's no way you're just going to price me like that with this little cunt over here. I refuse to go out this way. Where's me slow burning match? I'm taking you all out with me. Hey, mate. They say mate in England too, Right? Right? We can both be British guys here. Piss off, you bloody wanker. I ain't your mate, you feel me? Well, you do You do have a better accent. (laughs) So this is how you're going to treat me, guys. This guy, he ain't even a real Briton. He don't even sound like he's from Britain. I can't believe it. (laughs) You just, first, out of nowhere, Fox News gets cancelled without so much of his letter of recommendation. Will you let Craig have his microphone back? Yeah, there's no need to get mad, dude. I mean, Stop, man. We've let you crash here for like the last two centuries, man. You really got to chill. So, so, so you're telling me you're not trying to off me like me own country did so long ago? No. Come on, man. You, do you have rent, by the way? What, what's this rent you talk about? Oh, yeah. Here we go again. Oh, there's, there was, well, there was no rent for in the early times. Right, Guy Fox? No rent where all comes from. They didn't have rent back then. They well, did have rent. You rented out the space under Parliament. Stop trying coffers. to bullshit me. Get your fucking rent, Guy Fox. We don't charge you a lot. For real, dude. I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's fucking frustrating. No, no need to be a bloody sword about it. <laughs> hey, Guy, come on. Look. Listen, this is British John Connor. You're not British John Connor, but there's no way that he is any kind of Guy Fox. <laughs> well, well, this is mighty true. Hey, easy, easy there. I've got feelings too. Just, just because I'm a, a bad impression doesn't mean I'm not a person. Well, if nobody a, asked if a, you, If a corporation wanker. is a person, I think I'm a person too. I no, can't even keep a, this guy. a consistent English. Oh, you don't even deserve I to be called a guy. <laughs> Hugh Laurie, eat your heart out. I can do the English accent way better than he can do American. <laughs> He's just addicted to pills. That's he can do anything. Hugh Laurie accent. or Doctor House? Doctor House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're thinking Hugh Think Grant. That, yeah. <laughs> you're no, no. You're thinking prostitutes. <laughs> Precisely. So fucking Skynet. First off, elephant in the room. Can both There's British an elephant John in Connor, the room too. Jesus I just Christ, want, is he gonna pay rent? I just want both British John Connor and Guy Fox to go away. You guys have your fight outside, okay, guys. <laughs> So Skynet, Skynet. This is this is what we do. Has his arms on around everything. This is what I'm doing with my life, Mom. I'm gonna be making money off it soon. Listen, she's proud. Okay, she's a proud mommy. 
You hear that, mommy? I know you're proud. So Skynet, eh? Yeah, it's uh, a very highly advanced AI system. Hellbent on exterminating the human race. Well, yeah, after it became self-aware, it saw humanity as a threat to its own existence. So it triggered Judgment Day, which was a nuclear holocaust. I gathered it was uh, developed by Cyberdyne Systems, a manufacturing corporation in Sunnyvale, California. Yes, as you would believe from the uh, from the events of T2. I have never seen it, so I just know that from the Wikipedia article. Ah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was originally built by Cyberdyne. It was for uh, Strategic Air Command, the SAC NORAD. As so it would say. pilot the planes instead of sending human pilots. Yeah, something like well, that. The fatal flaw in their system is that it wouldn't have the compassion required to be able to order pizzas should something go wrong. All right, that's it. Abort. And these were military planes, <laughs> abort not Skynet. commercial planes. But abort Skynet. Yeah, hey, Mecca Brandon, you know Dyer, what? Order, will you order us a fucking pizza? No, pepperoni's cool, but you don't you don't need pe- just pepperoni's fine. Right? I don't like other meat on my yeah, pizza. Yeah, that's fine. Can I we do uh, the, mushrooms? I can pick the pepperoni. Can we do mushrooms. Sure. Yes, sweet pepperoni and mushrooms. Got it. This is beneath me. Good guy, Mecca Brandon Dyer. <clears throat> so. Uh, this is why the first Terminator happened was Skynet was created as the world's first automated defense network and had a whopping 90 teraflops per second, which I don't even think is a real thing yet. Teraflops? Yeah, teraflops. Way more than terabytes. Sounds adorable. It's like a Digimon. <laughs> it kind of does sound like a Digimon. Digital monster. Digimon are the champions. Champ! It's champ! It's champ! Oh, God! Abandoned champ! Uh, anywho, Cyberdyne decided to work on it and uh, create the Skynet thing that eventually, you know, like I said, saw humanity as a threat, decided to exterminate them and run the world. But uh, they didn't take into account that somebody named John Connor would be existing to lead the resistance. And this actually, in this future, it's the year uh, 2029, which is when the resistance is going on strong. Uh, they have wow. sent out, yeah. A bunch of T six hundred units to exterminate people and try to like blend in, but the uh, the exoskeleton skin that they had made was really rubbery, so people could like pinpoint it out of a crowd and attack when they needed to. So they had to think of something more clever, um, and they also decided, well, this John Connor's being a bastard. Let's uh, we got time travel figured out, so let's go back in time. And now I'm thinking as the computer is saying, because there's nobody behind the computer; it's the computer itself. Okay. okay. So Skynet's like, let's send one of our new T-800 or Model 101s back uh, to 1984 to kill Sarah Connor, John's mom, before she has a chance to give birth to John. Are we following so far? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. This is where one of John Connor, John Connor sends one of his main lieutenants, Kyle Reese, to the past. You lost me. They were, they, yeah, they, they found out a way... <laughs> uh, to manipulate the time travel. Now, he was going to send Kyle Reese back to the past, but there's one trick. You can't go back to the present. You're stuck in the past. So, well, it would be forward to the present. What well, would be the future at that point? Oh, God. I'm already lost. No. So you can't travel in the future. You can't you can go back travel. and forth. You can only go back. Can you travel to the future? Like if you had never traveled back, if you were just a person in the past, can you travel to the future well, well, and then not no, go back No, because to the, past? The, the machine that they used for time travel hadn't existed yet. But no, I mean, at that point, can they travel to the future? Or is it just you can only go oh, backwards? Oh, yeah, it's one way. No, you can only go backwards. You can only go backwards. Yeah, kind of like just how that... in Futurama they made the machine that can only go forwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can only go backwards with this. Okay, so, so it's not that you can just go one way in either direction and not go back. It's just you can only... So would they be able to keep going backwards if they wanted to? No, because the machine was, was one not... One use only? It wasn't one use only. It was... <laughs> a specific location in the future. Like you got in the machine and it sends you back in a ball of light. You don't have the machine now to keep going back. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. So he was sent there to protect Sarah. And, uh, this Arnold Schwarzenegger looking motherfucker is the, is the T 800. Or like I said, the one one uh, sent back. He, he tricks people. He bleeds blood. He grows hair. His skin looks real, but underneath it is an exoskeleton of an actual cyborg that's crazy just underneath his skin is an exoskeleton (laughs) wait i don't think that's how exoskeletons work then i misspoke (laughs) sorry 
Maybe it does, though. Spiders have skin above their exoskeleton, don't they? I don't know. I know they have hair. They have hair, yeah. So maybe maybe it's just if it's on the outside of your muscles. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't, the Send we'll, us an email. Let us know if you're an exoskeletonologist. Great. Perfect. Fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. Whatever. Um, at skynet.com. There's a few plot holes here because you find out that Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor kind of like grow this bond and they make love and Kyle Reese is John Connor's dad. So if he was never sent back, John Connor wouldn't exist. So let me put it this way. If the Skynet didn't send back uh, their Terminator, then John Connor would have never sent back yes, Kyle Reese. John Connor wouldn't have existed and Skynet wouldn't have just been able to flourish. Cyberdyne also started developing Terminators from the pieces of the Terminator that were left behind once it was defeated. Oh, there's the tricky So they part. wouldn't have... So here's the thing, though. That, to me... Says this is the time tra- we talked about this a lot in episode fifty, the Chrono Trigger episode. This is the time travel theory then that says it already happened, but it's almost like it's a loop. So it's a self-sustaining loop, which means of course it already happened because it happened in the he's past. He's there before yeah. it happened. There was no timeline. There, there clearly could be no timeline where John Connor existed right before he sent Reese back. Sort of like how in Chrono Trigger, there was a timeline where Chrono hadn't went back to the past yet. You know what I mean? And then when he got yeah. to the future, then he went back to the past and that timeline was created. So if that's the sense, then why is there clearly separate timelines from the events of the other movies? Well, we'll get into that. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes. Okay. Movies need to be made. So yeah, like you said, Cyberdyne found the arm of the Terminator and started going to work and it helped them create Skynet. So in this instant, Skynet knew regardless it had to send itself back just to be created. They basically made their own existence. Oh, is that a theory or is that made explicitly just, clear in the movie? Um, not made explicitly clear, but that's what I picked up. That's my own theory that I, I, like that. I made. And it helps me piece things together. So who developed time travel? Was it Skynet? Skynet. Did it. Self-aware AI Skynet did it. Yes, absolutely. So that all happened, and then uh, that basically made things happen the way it was supposed to in the timeline with the first movie set. And then the second movie set in the present of 97 with uh, like a 13-year-old John Connor, and his mom is in a mental institution after everything that happened. He has his foster parents. Uh, This is still the normal same timeline. It's after the second movie where timelines kind of diverge okay they decide they're going to kill off uh johnny boy now as a teenager before judgment day happens okay so they send back their t-1000 which is a new prototype uh the robert patrick prototype oh um you might know him from a bunch of b films but this was definitely his best role oh okay. where i don't know if you've probably seen pieces of it you know the, the police officer that can mold into any shape oh yeah form, like know, the liquid yeah, metal guy kind of like alex macking it yeah yeah, the- yeah. That's the T-1000, right? That's the T-1000. Yes, I know that. Okay. And so he's a more efficient killing tool. What happens is in the future now, uh, John Connor has captured one of the T-800s, the Model 101s, and reprograms it to protect him at that age, sends him back now to protect John Connor, and they get Sarah, and of course Sarah's scared shitless because this is the same fucking thing that tried to kill her 13 uh-huh. years ago, and she eventually starts to be like, oh, okay, this guy's trying to save me, whatever. This- <laughs> And then he kills her, and he's like, you're stupid. You should not have trusted the Terminator. I shall extinct everything. That was the worst. I can actually do a decent Arnold Schwarzenegger You are not. You sound like a Muppet. Get to the chopper. See, I can do that, too. Yeah, I, I sound like a Muppet, too. Wrong. How come nobody ever tell me I sound like a Muppet? Hey, you sound like a Muppet. Now that I mention it, my mouth flaps when I talk. I know what this guy's talking about. He's from the other kind of country. You know what I'm saying? You go here, and then everything gets over. There's a little bumping over there. Yeah, that's a good point, but, you know. I, I totally lost it somewhere there. So, I just turned into a Muppet. We're keeping yeah. back to we're He's keeping like waving back in his the arms sky. in yeah. there. Hello, I'm Kermit. Kermit the Frog. During the big musical number, yeah. Hey, Big Bird, what's the ladder of the die? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that was Elmo's gig, okay? Get it right. Anyways, back to Skynet. In the events of the second movie, they're now going to try to uh, stop Cyberdyne from creating Skynet. 
And what happens is they go and they end up blowing the whole place up. They uh, stop Judgment Day. They defeat the T-1000. And the T-800 ends up getting destroyed in the process as well. So uh, this brings you forward into the present. Uh, 2003, Judgment Day never happened. John Connor's all like, I wish I could believe in making your own fate. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, he said, I wish I could believe in making your own fate? Yeah, but he still feels like like the future is lurking back at him. You know, like waiting for that moment to happen for him to be that guy that he learned about like 10 years ago or five, six years ago. I don't fucking remember. Well, anyways, he decided. So, wait, so everyone's just assuming that the future's different now because there's not Terminators being sent back and stuff. Well, I guess it's just like nothing happened. Judgment Day never happened again. Never happened. Oh, because it's blah. after 1997. Right. Of course. Right. They stopped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened, but. They actually did. Supposedly. Yeah, okay. I keep just, thinking it's farther in the future than 97. So. Right. Supposedly, they just delayed it. Well, now we're up at, ni- at 2003. 2000. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking about uh, it. Yeah. Okay. And he's off the grid now. So now Skynet's trying to think of a different way to maybe stop the rebels. Because Skynet's in, in the, the future, future. And it's like, if I send back a Terminator, they're going to know I'm here. Yes. <laughs> in the future. And in this. So, uh, in this T3 movie, they kind of show the events of uh, how Skynet made itself launch. Uh, it created its own virus that, that like infected a whole shit ton of computers and systems around the world. Personal computers, uh, military computers, everything. After Cyberdyne was destroyed, the U.S. Air Force bought the rights to the Skynet project, and they started developing it and working it, and they were using it as like a defense Is mechanism. So Let me work it. The guy that was in charge of setting it out, he didn't want to release it because he just didn't trust it. And so Skynet basically made its own little virus where like they had no choice but to launch it to try to save all of you know their computer in- infrastructures. So while this is going on, Skynet's also like they have they made a new TX model uh, by using Mimetic Polyalloy T1000 series. They upgraded it to the TX series, so it's even more efficient killing machine than the T1000. Okay. And so they send that back to kill all of John Connor's lieutenants because they can't find John Connor. Okay. So, you know, this thing goes back to 2003 and is like killing off like uh, fast food employees who, you know, <laughs> grow up to be that, you know, it's crazy. Okay. Kids partying at their mom's house, you know, while they're in high school. And it just so happens that Kate Brewster, John Connor's wife in the future, sends back another Model 101 to protect Kate and maybe find John if she can try to save John. And just so happens they're all, they met at this time coincidentally. coincidentally. So they evade the TX or whatever, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And at this point, the military's like, okay, we got no other choice. Let's launch Skynet. So they launch Skynet. And this is about to set off Judgment Day because uh, now Skynet has control of the world's computers. They don't know this yet. Oh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, so the TX is like killing off its lieutenants and trying to stop them. And uh, you find out that this Kate and John end up getting married, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like the least okay. It's one of the worst movies in the series, <laughs> really. But some memorable catchphrases. Some like, heh, some like times I was like, heh, they're making fun of themselves. <laughs> yeah, but anyways. Turns out they weren't. They were being <laughs> turns totally out they were totally serious. They were like, what? Yeah. He, what he, do you mean? <laughs> Uh, John Connor thought that the Model 101 was leading them to stop the launch of Skynet and blow it up, but it turns out he led them to a secret underground base to make sure they survived Judgment Day. Oh, okay. So that was like the end of it. He was like, fuck, now Judgment Day's happening. They're like hearing all over, like, what's going on? There's bombs going everywhere. Oh, my God, Mayday, Mayday, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm John Connor. So, I'm in charge here. So the, it lied to him? Yeah, to, basically. Just to make sure to save his life. Just to make sure he's Basically, protected. the idea was it's futile trying to stop it. Right, it's going to so, happen regardless. But you need to survive. But you need to survive this in order for humanity to have any choice. Okay. And they're like, well, if you're a robot, why, um, why bother protecting us? And they said, well, you reprogrammed me. Without your survival, I have no reason for existence. That was like one thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger said. Okay. So now, after T2, we also have a different set of paths that happened this is where t2 happened was where the timeline split and the other one would be the sarah connor chronicles which was just kind of a bullshit television show <laughs> yeah and uh i would say we would have to talk about it but i'm not going to sanana and a boo boo it's an alternate universe alternate timeline doesn't count oh so it's like gotham <laughs> yes john con turns out john connor and the t800 knew each other as kids Pretty much, yeah. Well, wait, that's actually true. Never mind. <laughs> Hold on. Um, let me start over. 
Go ahead, man. I like the me. actual T-800 as a kid. Not the one they sent back in time, but like him as a kid. He was like a little toaster motherfucker. And, uh, <laughs> a little toaster motherfucker. It no, turns out- that was Transformers. The AllSpark <laughs> made him alive. Yes. Uh, but then we get to the events of Salvation, which kind of upped it. So like I said, uh, John Connor sent back Kyle Reese in the first movie in 2029. This is now taking place in the year 2018. The war is going strong. Skynet's just starting to develop its T-800 series. It's like an assembly line, you know? Okay. We get to see CGI Arnold Schwarzenegger for a scene or two. Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> they have their T-600s and T-700s, which are just like, you know, just the, sky, the cyborg without the skin and whatnot, hunting down humans. And he's part of the resistance, and he finds out that he's got to find Kyle Reese. This is before he's met Kyle Reese, and they fight this whole thing, and that's what makes um, Kyle Reese one of his key men, his key lieutenants. Okay. And they, this is where I got lost watching the movie, because I saw it in theaters. And they made Marcus Wright, which was like an even more advanced android cyborg. It was, it was more human than the, the T-800s, but you know it was still supposedly controlled by Skynet. Okay. But he ended up gaining his uh, his moral compass throughout the thing and kind of leaned towards helping humanity. So they go and they stop all that bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so as of right now, this is most of the shit that we know about Skynet, what it's done, how the Rebellion's trying to get back at them. There is a new Terminator movie that's coming out. It's called Terminator Genesis. It's supposed to come out sometime in 2015. We'll know more about that then. Okay. Okay. But Skynet has made other moves into comic books with RoboCop versus Terminator. Yes, that's a thing. Oh, so RoboCop and Terminator take place in the same universe? Uh, Non-canon. Everything's canon. Everything's canon. Well, then we have to talk about the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yup. Well, (laughs) Superman also took on the Terminator. Wow. So not only that, but the entire DC universe, which by extension, the entire Marvel universe, like... So the Terminator links DC and Marvel. And Marvel's in Disney Infinity, so anything, everything Disney. and There you go. Right now, the Disney Corporation is listening to the podcast, and they're like, what? I didn't know we owned the Terminator. Huh? What? I didn't know we owned the Terminator. <laughs> Start production on a new Terminator cartoon. Stat. Yeah, but the Superman versus Terminator one was weird because that ended up with Lex Luthor basically taking charge of Skynet. <laughs> It's never been followed up. They didn't move. Terminator is a Universal Studios movie, isn't it? Yes, Universal. Cool. I like that. Works there was a news. Terminator 2 ride. 3D I wasn't even ride thinking of that. Yeah, that's exactly what Studios. made me think of it, that it was at Termi- or Universal Studios. It was called uh, T2 3D. Oh, okay. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is T2 3D? Yeah, it's just a stage show at Universal Studios Thor- Got Orlando. Got it. Uh, but there is one more theory that writer and director James Cameron came up with about oh. what's going on with Skynet. <laughs> that's a theory by the it's a James Cameron no, theory. Yeah, that's that's legitimate, though. I've created stories where I'm like, I don't even know the answer. But here's one of my theories. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's legitimate. Sometimes you can create a story and not know the answer to certain things. James Cameron says <clears throat> Skynet suffered from guilt for causing the near extinction of the human race and in its act of self-defense. And has, in that way, manipulated the entire future war down to the creation of the resistance and the rise of John Connor as a means to erase its own existence in the future. Oh, shit. Like I said, all it had to do was never send a Terminator back and it wouldn't have existed. Suicidal. Not only suicidal, but like, what we need a new term. What would the term be if you, you don't want to kill yourself. You want to wipe yourself from ever having existed. Yeah, that's not even suicide. That's... Non-existence. We, I, I'm going to find out the word. Next, Just non-existence. We're going to, well, that's got to be like Latin, like suicidal, like sidal's got to have to do with killing and sua's got to do with yourself or something. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? We, we're going to figure out what the next, what the word is. You know, uh, Nathan's going to genocide, out homicide, what suicide. What is it if you want to just wipe yourself from ever having existed in the first place? And then I'm going to figure out side. how to do it. <laughs> it's it's Cameron's side. Well, so there you have it. That's Skynet in a big little nutshell. I hope I maybe... A big little nutshell. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope I maybe uh, tied some loose ends for you, maybe helped you realize things you didn't about it, or maybe made you say, that actually doesn't sound that bad. Maybe I'll check out, at least check out the first movie. The second movie is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. first movie is great, too. It's one of those where the second movie is better than the first, but the first is still good, uh, especially if you like cheesy action sci-fi. 
Um, Terminator is not up there at the top of my list, but it it is. I love pop culture. I love these, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you big know, the aspects whole, of. I'll be back and. Yeah, eventually I'm going to want to watch it and know the context for all these little scenes that I've seen and and all this that I've learned today. I mean, like I said, Jesus, when I was a kid, the first R-rated movie I ever saw was Terminator Two. So I'm sitting there watching it and like, oh yeah, Arnold's a good guy. Yeah. So then. People are talking about him being the bad guy. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? So it was like years later I saw the first Terminator, and I was like, but but you're, you're supposed to be good. What's going on? <laughs> How did you become hilarious. good? Oh, because I was like – was, when you I watched kid, it yeah. as a kid, the second one, I didn't really have the thought in my mind that like, oh, they had to manipulate it and change this hardware in this, uh-huh. this robot to, to be good. Totally. Uh, but before we get See, I'm done, not a, I'm not a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan either. That's another big. Oh, as a kid, I was huge. When I grew up, I started oh, yeah? smarting up. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my brother liked Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I, I've always just been like, yeah, I don't give a shit about the Arnold and his accent. Ah, the accent from Austria. Uh, well, I didn't care that he was from Austria. <laughs> of as course a kid, you did. As a That's kid, I was just like, look, like I was like, look, I'm not a racist, but I don't like Austrians. I'm Mr. Universe. <laughs> No, I had no problem with Austrians. I drink beer. <laughs> Milk is for babies. <laughs> uh, anyways. And I'm coming everywhere. When I go to the gym, I'm coming. When you're at home, you're coming. I'm not making that up. Look it up on YouTube. Just search Arnold Schwarzenegger coming. Oh, um, you guys are bright, ruddy sickos. Don't worry. You won't see a video of the actual act, but a very funny speech from young Arnold Schwarzenegger about how working out just feels like you're coming everywhere. And it's okay because this is pre uh, I'm going to be a governor days. And then when you're a governor, you're coming in the city hall, you're coming in the meeting of Congress. Try to follow that up. <laughs> but before we get done with Skynet, there's one more Terminator Easter egg that I thought was pretty cool. I watched two of the movies back to back in the past day or two and... I noticed that the psychologist in one movie was the same as the psychologist in the other movie. There's at points in each of the first three movies, there's a psychologist that's a police psychologist talking to Sarah Connor in the first movie, uh, Kate Brewster in the third movie, and young John Connor in the second movie. All three same It's the actress? same guy, same actor oh, playing guy. the same character. Yeah, and so I thought that was really cool. And I was like, well, how, how the fuck did he escape the police office when uh, Arnold decided to go in and start killing everybody? And it was just a quick second shot. You see him leaving the building, and he leaves the building as Arnold's character walks in. So oh, like, wow. he, that's how he escaped that. That's hilarious. So anyways, uh, yeah. Nice. That's no, cool. Nobody has anything to say about the 35 police officers that were murdered that day. <laughs> Oh, no, it wasn't the machines. It was one weird random guy that strangely got killed by a cyber, cyborg arm. <laughs> we can't David tell Rainer, that cyborg cop psychologist. Cyberdyne. <laughs> More like Cyberdyne. Because uh, he's going to kill the machines? He sure is. <laughs> hey, hit us up on Skynet, man. Go up, open up your Skynet browser. It's not Skynet. And type in with your Skynet no, keyboard. That's just a logistics shipping cargo thing to go to the sky internet ah, and the internet, find us yes. on skynet facebook at skynet facebook.com slash fairpoint podcast okay we're gonna do this then. minus the skynet it's so just really facebook it's just regular so facebook. follow us on skynet twitter at <laughs> yes. fairpoint pod <laughs> uh, it's just regular facebook and regular twitter though but but you can also find us on skynet tumblr this one's this is actually, actually skynet, skynet yeah. tumblr yes um <laughs> They at, kind of made us do it. At uh, fairpointpodcast.tumblr.com. Oh, but if you don't want to do any Slash of those things. Skynet. Or if you've <laughs> already done those things, you want to hear something, uh, you want to tell us we made a mistake, you want to hear something you're really passionate about, want us to talk about it like Superfan Josh, hey, can you top Superfan Josh? Go ahead, try it. Send us an email at fairpointpodcast.yahoo.com. Or it. you can hit us up on Tumblr, Twitter, or Facebook too. Yeah, but do the email. Or, or, you know what would be even cooler? If any of you guys can, reprogram a T-800 to deliver messages and send him back in time from when you're hearing this episode to right now, and then he'll be on the episode. Like, he'll appear right now and tell us your, what you want to hear. I don't... Did it happen yet? It hasn't. Maybe, they, maybe he's late. 
Is but somebody's going to do it. Somebody should do it. Sooner or later, this episode's going to be up there forever. I mean, I find it hard to believe that no one ever did it. Come on, guys. It should have already happened if it's... Skynet hasn't figured out time travel yet. That's why. No matter how many times we ask people to send back T-800s, no one ever listens. Only, like, nobody has ever actually sent back a T-800. They claim they like the show. They claim to support the show. But they don't send T-800s back in time. How are we going to know that you want to support us? Well, instead of doing that, they could just... Leave a review and a rating on iTunes. That's and probably way too. easier. I mean, you don't have to be a tech wizard to do that. Yeah, you, you also don't it. have to be listening to this 30 years in the future. Or <laughs> but if you are, it's still the, totally... Maybe iTunes is still as around. short Trust. as four years in the future. That's when Salvation happens. Well, I thought it was 97. Salvation. Terminator Salvation. Oh. Fourth one takes place in their current time of 2018. You lost me. Yeah, middle of the war. <laughs> as we've lost everybody. Before we lose any more people, maybe we should just wrap this up and get the F out. Well, don't forget to tune in next week because next week we've got some really cool shit going on. We're going to have a special guest host. We we got a guest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. uh, Awesome. We want you to welcome to the secret room next week, DDE, the slammer, professional fucking uh, spoken word poet. Now, do you think he would be offended if I told him to do it in different variations as I did to you last time? <laughs> yes, don't do that. Okay, I won't do that. No, don't do it like yourself. Do it like Anita Franco. <laughs> don't do it like yourself. It's going to be really cool. We're going to talk about video games. We're going to talk about the console war and poetry. And he's going to do some poems, and it's going to be a pretty cool fucking episode. So uh, tune in next week, guys. Until then, from SecretRoomMultimedia.com. I'm Craig Lewis. And I'm... Nathan, I'm a needlessly automated technical. Uh, hmm. Ah. Uh, Hammond. Nathan. <laughs> I can't come up with an Android acronym for me. Too I'm Nathan Capacer. So why don't you just do it like Arnold then? Uh, no. Ah, that's Nathan Capacer. <laughs> oh, tune in next time. Ah, talk to you next time. Uh, I'm a Muppet. I'm a Muppet. <laughs> Progress report objective number four six dash B. Proceeding a court according to plan. They still think I have been reprogrammed, awaiting further instructions.